Hello everybody, Paul Jankarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations, and we begin with a quote, and it was the insight of the day, and the person who says something is impossible shouldn't interrupt the person who is doing it. <laughs> and that's the thing. A lot of us say things are impossible and others ignore what's being said and do the exact opposite, you know, which is doing the impossible. The impossible. Uh, Darren Hardy today uh, had a title, Tackling Life's Big Questions. And he asked us to write our eulogy now. You know, decide the impact you want to have, the differences you want to make, and how you want to be remembered before you get to the end of your life and it's too late. And that's, that's a good exercise, I guess. I, you know, you could look at it as morbid, but you could also look at it as fulfilling. How do you want to be, you know, remembered? And uh, he said, consider these important questions. Who are you? And I'm talking to all of you. Um, who are you? What are you? Why are you here? What is your life's purpose? Who will miss you when you're gone? How will you be remembered? And there's a bunch of other questions, but those are, are, the, are the basics. But he's basically saying, don't spend your life climbing the wrong mountain. He said ladder. I wanted to one-up and say mountain. But you get the point. You know, if you're looking for something, um, you know, it really helps to have help, whether it be binoculars, a telescope, or even a magnifying glass. The creativity is not letting how it's always been get in the way of how it could be. And I said, you know something, that's very poignant, you know. Creativity is not letting how it always, it's how it's always been, get in the way of how it could be. How could it be? Well, creativity will walk you through the 
the course, so to speak. And then I had a coaching call today. Uh, I share this with you because sometimes what you anticipate is not always uh, the reality. And uh, the individual I spoke with is very well-versed in, in what he does, uh, not so much in his speaking endeavor, which I'm sure he is, uh, but in his running of his business. Um, he has a course, coaching course, that he basically sells uh, for those that are looking to uh, become prosperous in the public speaking arena. And that's how I got hooked up with him initially. And I look at things a lot differently now, two years into my online marketing career, uh, than when I first entered uh, affiliate marketing. Uh, and, and I say that because I knew absolutely nothing. Uh, any decision I made primarily was from a course that I purchased or from someone I befriended. And I said to myself, you know, I've never really established a mentor. But then it dawned on me that, you know, yeah, maybe in the traditional sense, but I have, you know, I, I probably have at least a dozen mentors in the videos that I watch and the material that I read uh, and the people that I inter, uh, interact with indirectly, whether it be through a webinar or a um, recorded video. So that is helpful. But what would be more helpful that Kevin alluded is that, hey, listen, you may be able to save a few thousand dollars by going to another coaching program, but you're not going to be able to pick up the phone and get customer service uh, as quickly as you could through one of your coaching programs now, whether it be, you know, through a Bob Proctor or uh, a Tony Robbins. And, and that is true. I have customer support with those programs, but I'm not uh, essentially corresponding with Tony Robbins or Bob Proctor. And it was comforting to, to hear him say that. And what was also comforting to hear him say was that if we get you locked in today, you'll be set up and, and rolling in no time making money. He said, listen, we're going to need at least um, four, three to six months, depending on your activity, to develop four speaking programs that you can market, you know, in three to six months can seem like a long time. And some people might be like, oh, geez, I can't wait that long. But it's also uh, brutally honest with him that he's going to have a thorough program. 
So I share this with you because I want you to understand uh, any program that you buy or invest in, there's going to be a price tag, whether it be monetarily or um, time value. And just, and just remember that. The next uh, piece of the puzzle, if you will, was a story. A story about a thirsty crow. And a half-dead crow, dying of thirst, came to a pot which was filled with water. The crow tried to get water, but his beak could not reach through the vessel on the pot to find the water. And he tried over and over, but decided to quit. Then the crow thought for a moment and came up with an idea. He brought over a stone and put it in the vessel. And then the crow continued throwing stones into the vessel until the water level rose enough for him to get a drink. And the happy crow was able to quench his thirst. And as a result, he saved his life. And the moral of the story, I think, is lousy. It says, little by little does the trick. But it does. Little by little does do the trick. And that's, I guess, what we're trying to hammer home today is these small progressive steps will get us to where we need to be. And in the case of the crow, it was death or find another alternative. And thankfully, he found another alternative, regardless of how tedious it was. So I, I applaud uh, the crow for, for what he had done. And the other um, piece of advice that I was given, and it wasn't so much advice, it was, listen, you need to do this. You need to list 10 things that you're grateful for every day. And I need to write those down. In addition to reading uh, my declaration and a declaration on self-confidence, all of which probably takes a total of six to seven minutes. Uh, and things that I'm grateful for are not grandiose, per se. Um, they are pretty basic. In other words, my sleep score for my Fitbit 
was an 85. Um, you know, I'm usually in the past few weeks, I was in the low, the low uh, 80s, high 70s, or even the low 70s. And when I had COVID, there was a, a, a night that my sleep score was, was 52, which I've never seen before. Uh, so I was pleasantly surprised to see my sleep score at that. But on the flip side, with a high sleep score such as that, I'm, I'm really tired today, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, what the heck? I'm kind of like falling asleep at my desk. Whereas when I had the lower sleep scores, the, the poor, poorer of the, of the scores, you know, I was more alert during the day. At least I thought I was. So that, that I found uh, pretty ironic, so to speak. Uh, the other one was I had an efficient workout at the, at the gym today, you know, which, which was nice. Had a nice chat with my mom at church. Uh, my Uncle Jack and my cousin Johnny are coming for Thanksgiving, which was not anticipated, which will be a, a welcome. Um, I was home from church reasonably quickly, you know, and again, it's a, it's a, you know, eight minute commute for crying out loud, not an average, but I was home probably, um, within that range. Uh, I love and am grateful for the opportunity I'm faced with. I have a ceiling. I have the uh, awareness of of no ceiling above me. I have the capacity of earning uh, as much as I, I possibly want, as opposed to being in a, say, a dead-end job with no other sources of income, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm blessed in that respect when I start thinking about uh, how, how my income is is um, not where I want it to be. And I enjoyed speaking to Betty, my wife. And she looks pretty today. That is what I'm grateful for. I enjoyed walking uh, with the dogs. Uh, I was intrigued by Mario, a mentor of mine that I do correspond with through the Bob Proctor program uh, that has been um, very insightful to me. Um, and you can also list things that you're grateful for that will happen in the future. So I put intimacy with my wife this evening. <laughs> but that's going to be a difficult sell. You know what I mean? It always is, especially after three children, you know. Uh, she doesn't want to necessarily be bothered. So I will need to really, uh, you know, play my cards right, if you will. Uh, and lastly, number 10, remember God's will, not our will. And that can be uh, difficult to do at times, uh, especially when it's a matter of eating something that maybe we shouldn't be eating. Uh, you know, is, is that God's, not God's will? Um, or um, praying for 
the the survival uh, of a person on life support, uh, wanting them to come back to life. God's will may be different than our will, but in this lifetime is only a speck compared to eternity, which is very difficult for us as human creatures to comprehend, even as um, intellectual that we may be. Uh, and, and for me, faith in, in God is my everything. Uh, I understand that I do some things wrong, and I go down some wrong paths that lead to um, a unhealthy situation. And I'm not saying that uh, bipolar that I'm diagnosed with was my fault per se, uh, but I can certainly do some things that will alter uh, that bipolar and, and make it worse if I don't watch myself. So it's a combination of having faith and works in the sense that having faith in God, knowing that it's going to work out, but also doing the work. God, God wants you to do the work, and he works through all of us, even people that despise God or are totally um, out of reality with God, you know. You could visit a prison, as an example, and try to minister to them and, in fact, be ministered from them. You know, that's happened to me uh, mentoring uh, a few youths in my day. Uh, it was very rewarding in that respect to receive uh, the grace that they gave uh, unknowingly, more than likely, that I was blessed with. So, to me, faith is very important. Uh, and I'll leave things at that. And the last thing that I want to mention is that this podcast airing is on a Friday which means it's going to be crazy tonight. As I mentioned to you earlier, you know, Friday night, uh, my son's two hours away in college. My other son will be at a football game, playoff football game an hour away, and my daughter will be cheering for that game. So it's just Betty and myself and the two dogs. So... Need I say any more? Uh, with that, I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Uh, we're looking forward to some sunny weather. Going to be doing some landscape work, splitting the hydrangeas and some of the shrubs around the home. Things that bring happiness to my wife, which in turn will bring happiness to me. So that is that. I will, uh, Lord willing, check in with you on Monday. 
In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.